Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Ontario's Chamber of Commerce says the province should expand online alcohol sales, cut taxes for some wine producers, and bolster efforts to curb social harms as it liberalizes booze laws. The Chamber makes the recommendations in a report released yesterday entitled Refreshing the Sale of Beverage Alcohol in Ontario. It's about the future of beer, wine, cider, and spirit sales. The report says the province has a patchwork of policies and regulations it should modernize as it expands alcohol sales to new retail stores. So let's bring in the president of the Ontario Chamber of Commerce, Rocco Rossi, and he joins us now on the Bill Kelly Show. Rocco, how are you? Great, great, Rick. And you? Uh, not too bad. This is a uh, my producer Liz printed out the document or the or the report, uh, and it's it's not slim. I'll say that there's a number of recommendations, and you go into detail on how it would benefit the province of Ontario. So overall, maybe we'll we'll get into. Uh, the report this way. Why make the recommendations that you have? Why is it important to do so now? Well, look, we we have a government that has explicitly campaigned on uh, the notion that they want to modernize uh, alcohol distribution in Ontario, uh, provide for more consumer choice, and provide businesses with opportunities. And we then want to make sure, as the Chamber of Commerce, that uh, as that thinking happens, that uh, we do it in a strategic way as opposed to piecemeal. One of the reasons the report is so thick, and there are 33 recommendations, including five about important um, uh, investments in, in public health, so we do this in a responsible way, but part of it is to make sure that uh, we're consistent and fair across the board. I mean, I think about you know, the great craft brewing and cider scene in the Hamilton area. And did you know uh, that, um, you know, the folks at, at Grain and Grit, the craft brewers, are paying uh, less in taxes for a, a can of their craft beer versus the folks at Steeltown Cider uh, for cider is, is taxed at a, at a higher level, and yet both uh, use Ontario agricultural ingredients, both uh, Ontario employees, both largely selling in the Ontario uh, market. So there should be, and both products at around, you know, sort of 5% alcohol, uh, so should be treated uh, fairly. And that's just one of of the 33 areas as we uh, modernize the system. Hence the, the the patchwork of policies and regulations that we have right now. One of the recommendations that, that is probably getting the most publicity, and, and probably rightfully so because we're not doing this right now, is to allow beverage uh, alcohol producers uh, the ability to sell their products online in that e-commerce marketplace and using third-party uh, processes uh, or, or, or companies to process those payments. Um, how big of a jump do we have to make to get there? Well, um, look at the, as you know, we, we we're now selling cannabis online in the province of Ontario, um, but this is really a, most important for the small and medium-sized producers in Ontario. It's really about the craft industry because the the big guys uh, they have the marketing muscle to get their brands in front of of people, but by being able to use 
uh, online platforms like eBay or Amazon or Shopify, the small and medium-sized uh, producer can get their product in front of the uh, consumer. And consumers, as we do with banking and with lots of other shopping that we do, uh, can use um, that online option uh, for purchase of, uh, of uh, beverage alcohol, certainly within the province to begin with. And then as we uh, eliminate the very antiquated interprovincial trade barriers that we have, hopefully uh, people across the country will be able to uh, order up their grain and grit. So what would be the threshold to um, not allow those, hence big producers of alcohol, um, to be allowed on the internet while while you know enabling those who don't produce as much or the or the revenues aren't as high as some of the big players what what would be that line we we don't want to be we don't want to be exclusive and prohibitive uh, it's going to be there we just think that for the small and medium sized players it's a it's a bigger boon uh, and they'll be more interested because they don't have as many retail touch points as the big producers have already um, you know, there are other things, again, along the fairness side, uh, farmer's markets. Today, you can go to a farmer's market and purchase uh, an Ontario-produced wine, uh, but you can't uh, pick up uh, a craft distiller or uh, a craft cider or beer uh, without special licensing. That uh, strikes me as unfair and inappropriate. Uh, you can go to... Uh, a wine and food trade show, for instance, and be tasting uh, wine um, along with uh, uh, local food production, etc., and yet not be able to buy uh, a case of the wine that you like uh, when you're there. You'd have to then go uh, and find an LCBO to, to purchase it. That strikes me as not consumer-friendly and, and not friendly to, to businesses who... Uh, it's not just about the beverage, alcohol, it's the whole hospitality industry and, and tourism as a whole. You have regions in the province like Prince Edward County or Niagara um, where they've been able to turn the stories around either their local wine production or craft brewing or distilling uh, into tourism destinations and really help to build out regional economic development across the province. We're chatting with uh, Rocco Rossi, president of the Ontario Chamber of Commerce, uh, out with a report that suggests the province should expand online alcohol sales, cut taxes for some wine producers, and uh, bolster efforts to curb social harms as it liberalizes booze laws. And on those health impacts, whenever we talk about expanding um, uh, sales or making alcohol more available to people, there's always that other side of the story, those health risks or health impacts in this equation. And I'm sure groups like Mothers Against Drunk Driving and others out there will say, you know, let's pump the brakes on this. We're moving too fast. Look, it, it, we're very concerned about, about that. We want to do this responsibly. Our members are keen to be part of the solution, not uh, part of the problem. That's why there are five uh, recommendations in the report about more investment uh, and working with uh, stakeholder partners like public health, like the Ontario Medical Association, um, uh, to ensure that we're getting messages around responsible use out. Uh, Ontario, on a per capita basis, has roughly half uh, 
of the retail touch points that the average uh, Canadian province has, uh, and yet we don't have half of the issues and half of emergency. Uh, there are other issues at play, and education and awareness around guidelines and around moderate use is is absolutely critical. We want uh, we want people to. Uh, have an enjoyable experience as we're uh, helping our domestic producers grow and prosper in the province of Ontario. One of the other recommendations is calling on the government of Ontario to create a new alcohol license that would allow for private, independent wine stores. Is there a demand for this? Uh, there absolutely is, because wine in, in particular and, and, and craft products are not just about, you know, give me the lowest price and I just want the color red. There's a whole, you know, story around it and romance around it that uh, the private stores have the, the time and resource and expertise to be able to, to do. You certainly get uh, some of that within uh, the LCBO today, uh, and uh, it's something that um, uh, certainly... Uh, is available in many other jurisdictions across Canada and in the United States and and, uh, around the world um, and we think would be very beneficial, uh, particularly for our our domestic wine industry. Getting really down into the nitty-gritty, I mean, you guys have really thought about everything. Uh, Another recommendation is revisiting the requirement that mead producers must have 100 honeybee colonies each year and reduce the number to 50 bee colonies to align with the AgriCorp requirement for commercial insurance coverage. We're really digging deep into what should and shouldn't be allowed here. Uh, Again, we want to be strategic. We want to look at it not piecemeal, but across the whole side, and and really look at what makes sense and and what doesn't. I mean, the whole point of having the the colonies is to ensure we have uh, local ingredients. If if uh, that that local meat producer is going to be um, uh, is going to benefit from the overall system, and and you know, do we want them to be beekeepers or do we want them to be mead uh, producers and excellent at that so long as um, uh, so long as they would be using uh, Ontario honey uh, we'd 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 certainly be happy but uh, it did seem odd that uh, you need uh, 50 for uh, effectively crop insurance and yet there was this old uh, regulation around a hundred colonies, so we just wanted to line it up with uh, insurance. But quite frankly, uh, you could see that move towards uh, simply working with uh, more on Ontario beekeepers and and uh, honey producers, and have this as another way. Uh, for them to expand their business. Rocco Rossi is the president of the Ontario Chamber of Commerce. He joins us now on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Rick in for Bill uh, today and all week long. So this uh, report was issued yesterday. What kind of response have you received from the provincial government? Well, uh, we had the great privilege of uh, presenting it to the Minister of Finance uh, yesterday morning, and uh, he uh, thanked us, congratulated us on the on the report, and Certainly, um, the government is uh, is looking for ideas and how to uh, expand responsibly, how to give 
um, consumers more choice and how to make Ontario open for business. And this is um, this is a ten billion dollar industry in Ontario. It generates five billion dollars in taxes to uh, to the treasury to help pay for. Uh, the services we all we all want in our society, and uh, there's an opportunity uh, to grow that domestic share, to grow uh, our craft uh, industry by taking ideas from other jurisdictions. Uh, you know, BC uh, came up with a graduated taxation scheme for its craft distillers in 2013. And uh, it took its 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 local craft distiller industry from six um, uh, to uh, from seven to sixty uh, today, uh, more than quadrupling their uh, their volume and their share uh, in uh, in the market and creating lots of jobs and economic activity along the way. We think that opportunity exists here in Ontario as well. Uh, last one for you. I know there was a multitude of recommendations in the report. If there was just one, or, or what would be the most important one that the government should adopt? Look, we need to look at this strategically versus piecemeal, and uh, that's why we would uh, we would encourage uh, looking at it as as a whole. Because part of the problems we've run into and the inequities have been created is because people have been come back and said, let's just do one thing or let's just do this thing over here. And uh, it, it, it's a little bit like uh, like Django. You try to take that one piece out and the whole house collapses. So uh, we, would, we would prefer that we think about this holistically and in balance with the public health investments that are necessary as well. Rocco, really appreciate the time. Uh, congratulations on compiling this report. There's a lot of good stuff in there, and, and good luck getting it adopted. Well, and uh, for those who want to read more, OCC.ca, refreshing the sale of uh, beverage alcohol in Ontario. Appreciate the time. Thanks, Rocco. Thanks so much. Rocco Rossi, President of Ontario Chamber of Commerce. Uh, you can read the report uh, online, as he suggested. There's, um, <laughs> It's a good bedtime reading, that's for sure. But there's a lot of important stuff in there. Uh, the most intriguing to me is the online sales aspect. Uh, would it lead to more underage drinking? Uh, the health impacts certainly are there. But yeah, uh, removing the patchwork system that we have in this province, there's so many different rules, whether you're producing beer or cider or whatever, uh, that it should be modernized. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.